Hello, my name's Paul. Hi, my name's Rachel. And we are the English Language Lab. And this is our business English podcast, BizPod. We're going to try to teach you everything you need to know about business English. So, whether you need English for job hunting, presentations, meetings, or any other form of communication, you have come to the right place. Sit back, relax, and enjoy BizPod. Hi, Paul. Hi, Rachel. So, we're back again. Yeah, for introductions. Okay. Pleased to meet you. Pleased to meet you as well. (laughs) (laughs) So, we've said introductions, but what kind of introductions are we talking about today? Well, I think it's introducing yourself for the first time you meet somebody. Yeah. Um, Welcoming people to, say, your company or your business. Yeah. But also introducing your colleagues. Yeah. So introducing one person to another person, okay. that sort of thing. Okay. Introductions. All right, but I, I also think we need to stress the importance of introductions because obviously the phrases that you choose will be dependent on what you're trying to do. For example, there is introducing your yourself as a person, there is introducing your colleagues, but there's also introducing the business. You've okay. got to present the business in a positive image. You know, the best possible light, uh, um, and as well as yourself. Yeah, I agree. You have to sort of present yourself in the best possible way. Um, So, I suppose in that aspect, we're talking more about the formal introductions. Yes. Using more formal language rather than informal language. Well, we've got to touch on both of them, haven't we? We do, yeah. So... When it comes to, say, formal greetings, particularly business greetings, I want to ask you about the handshake. Ah, right, okay. Okay. Let me just tell you very briefly a story um, that I heard uh, a few days ago, and it was about a business meeting. This is a real situation, a business meeting, a business meeting over lunch in a restaurant. And obviously in this situation we're in, there was no handshakes. So... The person telling me this story described the greetings and also saying goodbye as being very, very awkward because there was no handshake. Mm. So I'm just curious, I mean, what's your view on the handshake and how we might normalise not having the handshake during this COVID-19 period? That's a particular question because you're asking me and I'm female and I'll be totally honest females don't shake hands with each other guys always shake hands with each other so for me it has always been awkward to handshake anyway because really? we just don't do it well if so if you're in a business meeting you and another woman you wouldn't shake no. hands what would you do then we'd just go up and say hi how are you there's no <laughs> there's no contact anyway okay in english now if you're italian you'd be kissing each other and goodness knows what oh yeah sure i understand that yeah yeah so yeah. a handshake feels very masculine to me anyway okay. and it wouldn't be something i would naturally do okay i disagree with you because i've seen you naturally sort of offer your hand in a handshake on a few occasions to whom to just to people i have seen it but for me i think you know when you meet someone for the first time even in a non-professional situation mm. there's always the handshake well maybe that's me conforming to the formal situation where i okay. feel but it, 
honestly, if two women meet, there wouldn't be the handshake. Okay. Maybe formally in business, we might feel um, compelled. Cons- yeah, compelled, constrained to handshake. Okay. But, but yeah. you, you really don't like it. No, no, I don't like the the contact thing. Okay. It's not something that's it's natural to me anyway. So it's not a COVID thing. You just don't like contact. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but let's go back to COVID. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to have to answer this one. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't really have an answer, but I just thought it was an interesting story about yeah. the awkwardness of the situation without a handshake. I bet you it was a guy who told you that. Oh, story. yeah. It was a guy who and told me. And it was a me guy that. meeting guys. Probably. Yeah. So I don't really know. For women, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't it probably even have thought about it. Okay. But it is something that we do have to consider in terms of greetings, though, particularly business greetings, because okay. the handshake is, I don't know. Is it? I wouldn't say it's a formality, but it's. Um, is it a tradition? No, it's part of the. It's part of the the process. Is part of the formalities. The the the. Yeah. Um, how would you describe it? Um, it's the formality of, mm-hmm. of business. Mm-hmm. The handshake deals are done over a handshake. Greetings oh. are done over a handshake. For you. For men, let's say for men, but without it. Would you do the fist bump? Well, yeah, that's an option. The fist like bump. Ronnie did on the snooker. Or I've seen a lots of um, football players do the fist bump. Oh, they're good. but they're so naff. Yeah. I mean, it looks so pretentious, and it's not. That's an informal body action in a formal situation. It doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. It's not okay. appropriate. Yeah. So, is, so in my view, I don't think there is anything that can replace the handshake. Okay. So I think um, a Japanese bow. Ah, Ooh. yeah, very formal, perhaps. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Okay, a Japanese bow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be a that would be a good replacement for that handshake, yeah. and it's certainly non-contact. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Well, let's move on now to talk about the difference between formal and friendly. Okay. So the difference between say good morning or just hi. You said you're an American then. Hi. <laughs> well, I tried. I tried to be American. Yeah. When is it appropriate? When is it inappropriate? Well, I would say the first time you meet somebody mm-hmm. in any kind of business situation, you have to be more formal. Okay. That's my view. Okay. What do you think? I I think formal is safe. Formal. Yeah. If you go in too informal, then it's could be inappropriate they could think you're an idiot you could give the wrong impression um, yeah. but I always think it doesn't matter how close you get to know people at work at the end of the day unless your friends outside of work they're still your colleagues there should always be an element of formality it never gets to the level of being friends who have a kick about with a football or something on a weekend or yeah I agree with you but you can't maintain the same level of no. formality so yeah. you have to there has to be degrees of formality yeah. there has to be a time when you've met somebody yeah. and spoken to somebody so many times that you can then say just to that person hi yeah absolutely and and I think a lot of that comes down initially with the name do you call them mister yeah Miss, exactly Mrs. yeah <laughs> so hopefully you get to the point Sir. where you are on first name terms uh-huh. You know, if if you're still calling somebody Mister or Mrs yeah. or Ms, it's it's very formal. Very formal. It still sounds yeah. more appropriate. That you're going to say good morning yeah. or good afternoon to that person. Yeah, but like with me, you know, I I sometimes have people call me Rach, and for me, it's 
I mean, I don't like it anyway, but but it's too soon. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, I don't know you well enough for you to abbreviate my name. So... Yeah, even I'm not allowed to abbreviate your name sometimes. <laughs> that does that does lead me to um, remember um, uh, an interesting thing about an email. Mm-hmm. Um, and the email I wrote... Um, actually, I responded to an email once. Mm-hmm. And... I said, I can't remember who, who the person was, but I said, let's say, I said, hi, Richard, thanks for writing. Mm-hmm. And immediately mm-hmm. I got a response back from that person. Mm-hmm. How dare you call me Richard? What? Yeah. the form Because he, he perceived the formality was wrong. I haven't told you to call me Richard, so you can call me Mr. Smith. Okay, but that's an extreme response. Like he was obviously an idiot. Possibly. That he felt so pompous that he'd got to yeah, but that was belittle m- you. But that was obviously me as well misreading well, it, the um, the the situation a little well, bit. Maybe let me ask you a question: Did he address you as Paul? No, I think it was one of those sort of generic emails that was ah. like "dear sir" or "madam." All right, okay. Because I always think if people refer to you by your first name, then by definition you are allowed to refer to them by their first name. But the yeah. question is, when do you move from the Mister to the Paul? Yeah. Do you ask for permission first? I would. Uh, yeah. I, I think so. Yes, it is, you do. Or you would say, "Please call me Paul." Yeah, which is then giving the permission. Yes. Okay. There has got to be that in a business English situation. People maybe don't realise it, but that does happen, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that can sort of happen right at the very beginning of the relationship. You yeah. know, when you first introduce yourself, um, you can say, hi, my name's Paul. Yeah, exactly. And then people automatically know to call you Paul. But also then, if you want to set a position of status... You wouldn't introduce yourself as somebody just called Paul, like any other Joe in the street. You would say, ah, I'm Mr. O'Neill. You know, because you want to set yourself up as a manager, somebody important. So that could also set the the tone of your importance, the relationship. You know, is there an element of respect there that's demanded or expected? Yeah, I completely agree. Well, I've, I've got another question for you now. When you meet somebody for the first time in a business s- situation, should you immediately say a little bit about the company, your responsibilities? Should you also immediately take the initiative to introduce anybody else who happens to be with you at that meeting or not? That's a good question. I think it depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's um, say a, an internal meeting, mm-hmm. then you don't need to give a history of the company or perhaps your department or what you do. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you might need to express why you're at the meeting. Ah, so purpose, yes. Yeah, what's your purpose of, the, of being at the meeting? That might be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, do you should you introduce other people? I think it depends again on the situation. If you're at a company meeting then it's up to people to introduce themselves, mm-hmm. in my view. Mm-hmm. But if you're meeting customers or clients, mm-hmm. perhaps if you are leading the meeting, then perhaps you would want to take the lead and introduce your two or three colleagues that you brought along with you for support. Yeah. And explain a little bit about who they are, mm-hmm. um, what they do and why they are here mm-hmm. at the meeting. You know, yeah. What questions are they going to be as- answering 
during the meeting. Mm-hmm. And I do think if you bring people along who the other person didn't expect to be there, you should also say, is it okay if they stay? Are you okay with these people being in the meeting with us? Um, because if the, the customer or the client or the supplier was expecting a one-on-one meeting, you bring you know three people along, yeah. but they're going to wonder what's up. Yeah, but obviously before the meeting, you should um, set the expectations Uh about who will be attending. Right. Yeah, so you don't just arrange the meeting, um, especially with a client, and just let them presume it's just going to be you. If there's going to be five or six people, you let them know, I suppose. Okay, let's just take a quick break for a couple of announcements. If you would like to practice your listening in smaller chunks, Rachel has a series of mini pods, which are maybe what, three or four minutes long each, and they're out every Friday. So take a look at the EnglishLangLab.co.uk website and choose mini pods. You'll see them on the extras tab in the pull down menu. I've got another question for you now, and this once happened to me. Were you ever in a meeting somebody maybe arrived at the company and asked to speak to you you go down and meet them in reception and then you take them to a meeting room and have a meeting and that person seems to have a total and utter wrong understanding of who you are and the lack of importance you have in the company they're <laughs> expecting you to maybe do deals and make decisions and you're just like I'm the tea girl you know why are you talking to me and where have you got my name from um, no, I can't say that has ever happened to me, no. I think that's perhaps happened maybe to you because you haven't clarified the reason for meeting that person. I don't know. I don't know the situation that you're describing. Okay. Did you arrange the meeting? Did no. they arrange the meeting? No. Did someone else arrange the meeting for you to? You know, what happened? No, when, when I was working as a purchasing controller, I would occasionally, from time to time, have somebody come to the company asked to speak to me and had they got various products that they wanted to put towards the company and I'm like I just do the orders and the invoices yeah I they don't presume, select the range yeah they presumed you had some sort of power to yeah. sort of select their products okay. okay I see I got some nice freebies though yeah I'm sure you did um, no I can't say that has ever happened to me I don't think no one other thing then and this is another gender thing when you're meeting people so say you're going to have a meeting with some clients and you invite me to come to the meeting because I can help you make some decisions or advise you on some important information. You're my support. Yeah, yeah. And so there's you, me, and maybe two other guys, yeah? Yeah. And we go in the room, the client arrives. As part of the introductions, you obviously offer them tea or coffee. Yeah. You know I'm going to <laughs> Would you turn to me as the only female in the room to be the one to take the tea and coffee order? No. No, you wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Exactly. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No, um, because I think it once you've introduced somebody and their reason and role for being there, perhaps it's a, a technical role or whatever, mm-hmm. then... If you then say, oh, you're female, so you can go and do the coffees, that is really diminishing yeah. your your role. Undermining. Undermining, yeah. 
So no, I think what you need and what most companies or professional businesses would have is they would have, I don't know, let's call it a secretary, yeah? Or somebody whose role would be to bring the coffee. Or maybe yeah. you book the room with coffee and tea already there when you arrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're going to be aware of these gender issues in meetings. Well, I don't think you have to be that aware of it, to be honest. <laughs> but that's just uh, my male chauvinism coming out, obviously. <laughs> but coffee um, and refreshments, I think it's an important thing to consider when you are greeting somebody absolutely if you're you know? introducing yourself to somebody and you're not just doing it for a second or two but you're actually staying some time together mm-hmm. you know be it 10-15 minutes in British society you've got to offer them a coffee or a tea yeah absolutely so how do you do it I mean in a, in a formal way how do you offer somebody a, a drink or refreshment coffee tea how do you do it well you could be very formal and say oh can I get you some refreshments would you like uh, any oh. refreshments Oh, yes, please. Or you could just say, can I get you a tea? Can I get you a coffee? Shall we get coffee? Okay, but can I get you a coffee? Can I get you a tea? Is that not a little bit too informal? Shall we order coffee? Shall we order coffee? Yes. Oh, but that sounds like some servant's going to come in and doff their cap and go, sorry, sir, can I get you soft coffee, sir? Would you like coffee? But it is, but it is, it is important to consider, you know, um, you don't just say, do you want a coffee? No. Um, because you would say that to your friends, you say that to your mates. But well, you just say coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh well, I know I can do that without actually using words. Yeah, verbs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is interesting to 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 sort of consider how do you do it in a formal way, yeah. and the informal way. So, mm-hmm. shall we order coffee? Can I get you coffee? Would mm-hmm. you like a coffee? Let's have coffee. Let's have coffee. Make it a group activity. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving on from asking your guests do they want coffee, what kind of language would you use to actually start introducing your colleagues? Do you just say, this is Rachel, this is John, or do you need to do it in a more formal way? Well, if it's a very formal meeting, then I would use may I present. Let me take the opportunity to present the rest of the team Okay, that's very, very formal. Very, I think extremely formal. formal. I was yeah. thinking more like, I'd like to introduce you to... Yeah, that, that, now that, that would hit the middle road. That would okay. be good uh, for formal or slightly informal. Yeah, or can I also introduce you to mm-hmm. my colleagues? What if I turned around and said, no, you can't? Well, that would just make me... The, the entire meeting would just be really awkward at that point, wouldn't it? <laughs> <You know? laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so we've covered a lot about introductions. Mm -hmm. Sorry, what do you want to say? No, I was just thinking about around the table. Um, Lots of times when you meet people, if you're in a meeting room introducing Mm -hmm. people for the first time, the key thing to say is, let's go around the table. Yeah, let's go go around the room. Yeah. (laughs) And let everybody introduce themselves individually. Yeah. 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 That's nice. That makes sense. That's a very friendly way, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. And, and it, say, it gets everybody speaking rather than you speaking all the time about everybody because you might represent somebody incorrectly. Yeah? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Sorry, I just wanted to mention that. No, it's okay. You're allowed, you're allowed to interrupt. I don't mind interruptions. Okay. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not too formal in these situations, <laughs> Rachel. Okay, so I think we have covered 
lots of ideas and issues relating to introductions. Yeah, I think we've opened the discussion Pandora's box, yeah. and then through the rest of the materials that we put on the web page there will be actually be some key vocabulary some useful expressions Definitely. we'll divide it between the different situations the formality the informality yeah final thing just before we finish yeah I, we're not going to have time to talk about this in detail but there is the the idea of first impressions yes which i think is really really important um you know that there's this seven second rule mm -hmm. I think sort of in business of, of making a good first impression mm -hmm. um, there's a link I'm gonna I'm gonna give you you guys a link mm -hmm. to um, an article I think it was the Forbes article mm -hmm. all about the seven second rule Ooh, so I something read interesting that. to something interesting to read okay oh that sounds good okay all right I think that's the end we'll see you all again for episode three and what is in episode three it's all about small talk how to start a conversation and getting the conversation flowing with just small talk that's great because after the introduction you need small talk you do you do okay. you have to talk about some over your coffee don't you <laughs> see you next time bye